work or whatever, they just bought her a desk. And my dad's up north, so I had to help, like, unload it out of the truck, and I helped put it together yesterday. And I didn't realize what a fucking chore this desk was. Like, I opened the box, and it was six layers of pieces. Because it wasn't... (laughs) It wasn't enough that it was just a desk. It's one of those fucking Ottoman ones where there's, like, the actual desk and then there's, like, the cabinet hutch thing. You have to connect the two together. And I was like, it was literally, we were working on it from, like, 4.30 to 11.30 last night. Man, that's been my fucking life for the last (laughs) month. Like, literally every day I have a piece of furniture to assemble. Like, there was, like, two dressers that I put together. It took me, like, three fucking days because they were in so many pieces. Like, each dresser had literally 50 pages of instructions. It was fucking insane. (laughs) Yeah, there was, like, 26 steps, and I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, dude, I'm like, we're it's been three hours, and we're on step fucking six. (laughs) And this is where we're at. And my mom was like, towards the end, because then we stopped for dinner and whatever, and she was like, she was like, oh, like, you know, you can just come over tomorrow and we can finish it. I'm like, no, no, no. I was like, we're finishing this tonight. I'm like, I'm my, I'm fucking sore from getting up and down off the floor. I was like, I'm not fucking around with this tomorrow, too. Yeah, I agree. I tried to do it. There's some nights, though, where it's like, it was like midnight, and I'd just been working, I work all day, and then I work all night on, like, doing manual labor on the house, and it's just been like, madness uh should we uh start the pod or <laughs> i i realized we hadn't actually started it i was like well, yeah we're technically going but you know for uh in case you're wondering this is episode 25 of the nothing to play podcast i got the boy tanner coach back on it's, uh, yo yo yeah it's been three months since he was last on it's weird to think that you know it's just started working from home the last time he was on and it's like he's moved he's got like two more cats now since the last time i talked to him we were uh we were both in our 20s the last time we did the pod <laughs> god yeah that's a fucking trip to think about i'm fucking we're both 30 now i was uh, like my hairline gross. shows it <laughs> i like four days after turning 30 like on the day that i turned 30 i had like the most grisliest beard like i possibly have ever had and then like three days later i completely shaved it off and i looked like five years younger <laughs> and it's been a, uh, a few weeks and like i still look like considerably younger than i did like a month ago <laughs> just because i've never not had facial hair since i was like 19 yeah it was like the day i turned 30 my left knee hurt for no fucking reason and I was like, this is it. This is how it's going to be from now on. Battling arthritis for 20 years has made me always feel really old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, my, I feel like I have after putting together that fucking desk for my mom. I feel like, because I've always had like, for just from drawing for so many years, like slight like arthritis in my right hand, like, you know, after so long, it just fucking hurts. But my mom was like, the instructions were like, don't use power tools. So she was like, oh, we're just going to hand screw all this shit together. I'm like, dude, you got to be fucking kidding. Yeah. I was like, so, but my dad, like, I was looking for the drill in the garage and I couldn't find it. And I was like, fuck, dude. And I was going to bring my drill over and I forgot. So I was like, whatever. I was like, she doesn't want to use power tools. We'll just hand do it. And we got to about step, I think, eight or nine before I was like, all right, fuck this. I need to go get the drill (laughs) because... My hand is, like, destroyed from hand-turning and having to, like, um, mm -mm. Well, that dresser I was bitching about earlier, like, 
the reason it took me so long is because my drill died like on step one and the charger for it was back at my condo i was like mid move and so i was like oh okay i guess i'll just use the screwdriver and like three hours later i was like 40 percent done and i just wanted to hey dude i had such terrible luck during the move like embarrassing things like uh there's a point like we're almost done like having everything out of the condo and we just had like some clothes left in the closet and like some small things and we just had to gather up all the trash and just completely clean the place so that the new people moving in would have a nice place to go there it was like some friends of ours took over so like that's cool we like kept the place in the family but um the funny thing was like there was all these trash bags that they set aside and like it was like me and Chantel and then like her mom and her stepdad and they're both old and so basically I'm always doing all the heavy lifting <laughs> like because I'm like the only dude there that's also like doesn't like break in half just from like walking down like five steps steps of stairs you know the only so, dude like, there who's fucking stacked you know it and so like there's all these bags of garbage and I grabbing them all and I just toss them all out and then the next day like she's looking through her stuff and she's just like where are all my pants like i had every pair of pants of mine it was like left at the condo and we had those bags of clothes that they're gone and uh <laughs> and i was like uh i don't know man like and then that day we went back one last time and i took like a broom and i went and like the dumpsters are like it, the the good thing is like the dumpsters like in the ground uh, so you lift the lid up and you can just like look down in there and I had like a broom and I was just shifting around like all the bags of garbage and all the stuff that was like from the previous day and it was like all of our stuff just in there and I didn't see them in there and I was like okay they must be back at the house somewhere so we finished up completely done with the whole condo everything's empty we go back the next uh the next morning she's like all right where the fuck are my pants like i can't find them anywhere and i was like well i looked in that dumpster like just poking around or whatever and and i was like i didn't see them and she's like well they're not here so they've got to be in there and then i was like she's like do you remember throwing those bags i'm like yeah they were all bags of garbage why would somebody put one of the bags of clothes like in a garbage bag like and pile it in the pile of garbage so it's like of course i threw it away so then the next day so it's been like three days and i have to leave work because she's freaking out about it and i drive all the way over there and i go dumpster diving and i i'm grabbing every single bag of trash and just like looking at it and like and at this point other people have been throwing their stuff away it's been three fucking days and i go through the whole fucking thing and no, lo and behold the very bottom the very last bag that I hadn't looked at was her fucking pants and belts are all in this bag and I found it and I throw it out and I jump up and I climb out and I put it in my car and this dude sees me coming out of there and he starts like booking it and I'm like embarrassed as hell so I just get in my car and I just like you know hightail it you know I back up and he's like trying to block me from leaving like he's like standing in front of my car because he saw me like dumpster diving he's like man this is humiliating I just <laughs> had to dive in the trash to find my wife's fucking pants and now this guy's like trying to get me arrested because I was looking at trash <laughs> so that I just swerved his ass and like hauled ass out of there but yeah it was uh, <laughs> one one of uh, many experiences that i've had while uh, moving into a household <laughs> he's like whoa whoa bro you can't just be like no it's hey cool. that's I our trash that's our trash man 
you leave that alone. <laughs> I saw you throw a bag in your trunk. I saw you shaking half a bottle of that downy, bro. Like, you put that back. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, that yeah. sounds awful. Dude, I also don't envy the fact that it was probably hot as fuck because I remember a point yeah. in time where every year when our lease was up, it was, of course, always up in fucking June and July. That's when we had to move, and it's, like, miserable trying to move in Arizona. Like, you have to wake up hella early, and then by, like, 10, it's fucking hot as fuck outside. Yeah, and things are really odd, of course. Well, as is everything else in the world. Like, during COVID, like, the process is just really different. Like, buying a house. Like, you don't have to go through all the usual measures, but you have to go through a lot of extra bullshit of, like, trying to prove your employment and stuff, even though you, like, will give them letters from your company. Like, and then they'll, like, well, we want to talk to somebody on the phone and shit like that. And it's, like, they'll pull all this shit, like, on the day we're closing on the house, and it's, like... The whole process of buying houses is bullshit. Like, it's a broken fucking system. I hate it. But I'll, that's another discussion we won't do on this podcast. But <laughs> but, uh, but uh, I went off on that tangent, and I forgot where I was going. What were we talking about? Uh, well, we were talking about you digging through dumpsters. And dumpsters. it being hot during the summer. Oh, it was being hot. Yeah, yeah. and COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're so, like, like, and then the I, bullshit I mortgage had, system. <laughs> yeah, and then I barely had to deal with that. But they did at one point send a lady to come into my condo with, like, gloves on and, like, a major mask and shit on. And then, like, she'd, like, go over the documents and just had to sign everything there and, like, give them a check or whatnot. But the... Or it was just funny just closing it up. There was, like, almost no contact at all. It was, like, super smooth. And uh, we got it. But also because it's COVID, like, and, uh, like, the majority of, like, the friends and family are taking this shit really seriously. You, like, don't have fucking anybody to help you move. <laughs> so it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, I'm, like, very short and, like, old, obviously. I'm just turning 30 and, I like, arthritic and stuff. And it's, like, now it's, like, my responsibility <laughs> to, like, carry, like, every fucking heavy appliance and piece of furniture, like, practically by myself. <laughs> And, like, we eventually did get, like, some spurts of help from our family and some friends, like, here and there for, like, little bits of time. But, of course, everybody was sketch about it. Like, like one of, some of them were, like, wearing masks while we were, like, moving. And I was like, oh, God, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, dude, I remember when we moved out of the apartment into this house. And it's like, you know, we live on we lived on the third floor. And it's fucking summer. So it's like, nobody... Like, as soon as you say you live on the... Like, nobody wants to help you move off the fucking third floor. And then it's, like, during the summer, so it's, like, hot as balls out. And so me and Megan literally did, like, 90% of the moving. And then my I had to have my dad help me with, like, some of the furniture. Because I'm like, Megan can't fucking lift this. Because we have to get it over the rail for the stairs and get it downstairs and stuff. And I'm like, she can't carry this and I can't just do it myself. And she had to end up paying her brother, too, to help us for, like, a day. Like, a hundred... Oh, wow. Like, a hundred... Like, what a piece of shit, dude. Like, yeah, Kale's a fucking yeah. piece of work. Yeah. But, wow. I can't believe that. But, yeah. Charging your sister to help her move. Right. And then, like, Megan was going to school at the time, too. So, it's like, I'm sitting there loading shit up. And she's like, well, I need to go to class. So, then it's just me at the apartment by myself. Like, I fucking had, like, the worst case of, like diaper rash shit because my ass was just sweating so much and my thighs just rubbing against just moving up and down the stairs like it was awful yeah. and now i gotta i've been adjusting to like the 
old man life of like taking care of a lawn and pool and all that jazz it's like oh god the pool's been like the bane of my existence but this past week i finally have everything automated and all the levels are perfect and shit so like you bet your ass i've been swimming like every single day <laughs> you're like for the amount of where you're like it's you're like now i see why people pay other people to do this shit because it sucks <laughs> Well, it's like they have turf in the backyard, so that's great, I, but not in the front yard. And it's like we're, we have an HOA. It's like a really nice neighborhood and shit. It's like, fuck, now I got to keep up with this. Like, I wish it was the reverse order. So, like, the grass was in the backyard so I could slack on that shit. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a lot of work. But, like, it is like you do feel like a, you know, old man with, like, a beer outside just, like, nodding your head. Because, like, after you go through all that and it looks, like, beautifully, you're like, damn, I feel great. <laughs> like, I just conquered that mountain. <laughs> I know. I really need to pay someone to trim the trees in my front yard because they have not been done since we moved in, like, four years ago. So they're, like, overgrowing and there's, like, piles of fucking dead leaves, like, under them and shit. And I'm just like... Yeah, I should really uh, get this taken care of, but but it's like I, sw- I like swept the porch up and like raked up a bunch of pine needles and shit from the trees across the street yesterday. I'm like, yeah, I want the front porch to at least look nice so that when the DoorDash people come and drop off stuff, like it looks like someone actually lives here. <laughs> <laughs> like at our place our house is like a two-story and it's like every like fucking ceiling and shit or like anything that's of importance is like really fucking high up there and like i've looked at it and like any ladder that i could get to like reach the things that i need to get is like four to five hundred dollars <laughs> it's like fuck i'm not gonna get some massive goddamn ladder i'll just let it go <laughs> you're like this is fine Great. <laughs> this is this is a intro to homeowners <laughs> um, so i was like i want you to know how proud i want to know how proud of me you are that i watched uncut gems finally i'm so fucking proud man it took you much less time to watch that than it took you to watch into the spider-verse you're so right like, <laughs> i feel great already and i don't know what your thoughts are on the film but your initial reaction told me that you at least found it intriguing <laughs> so i did so, because I didn't really know what the movie was necessarily about, except for Do the we fact- need to be uh, doing spoiler warnings here? Or I know how you go. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't give a shit. It's like, it's on Netflix. Like, it's fair game at this point. <laughs> it just came out, like, six months ago. Yeah, but it was, like, up for awards and shit. And normally it's like, if you were going to watch that movie, like, before the Oscars and shit, you would have done it already. True. Yeah, so, yeah, spoilers for Uncut Gems if you haven't seen it yet, but, um... Okay, so you didn't know what it was about. No, I knew, I knew it had Adam Sandler in it, and I knew it involved, like, like, he owned, like, a jewelry store or something like that, and that he was kind of, like, a hustler, but that was, like, the extent of what I knew about it, but watching it, (laughs) yeah... (laughs) Like, I was, like, watching it in spurts kind of throughout all day because I was working and stuff, but, like, watching it gave me so much, like, anxiety because it was reminding me of living with Chris because of, like, just some of the shit he would do where it's, like, he, like, intentionally, like, gave the opal to the dude to basically get his ring as collateral and then immediately go to another jewelry store to pawn it for money (laughs) to then take that money even though he owes this one dude like a hundred grand instead he's like okay now i'm gonna take this money and place it on a bet 
And I'm like, dude, this is some shit Chris would do. Like, I'm like, this is awful, man. I think Chris was a little less successful than Howard uh, Adams' character in the movie. I mean, I don't know, judging by the ending, I was like, it all kind of caught up with him in the end there. I disagree. I mean, he... So, for the ending, he, like, played, like... Well, and that's what's like. I felt so bad for him where it's, like, the first bet he placed, he totally did it. And then they he found out that they canceled his bet, so he like yeah. didn't get anything. And then like at the very end, he takes like he gets the whatever sells the opal, gets a hundred, like pretty much yeah, I think it's like almost like a hundred grand or like whatever. It's close. It's like eighty grand, something like that. Gets the fucking places another bet. And ends up it's like ten percent of what he thought he was gonna get for it. Yeah, <laughs> he ends up winning, and then like he's like winning, and then the dude who he owned money to and stuff, you like end up finding out like partway through the movie that it's actually like his isn't his brother their family. I don't know if it's yeah, his brother. It's like or... his bro. I think it's his brother. Yeah, okay. or his brother-in-law or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, they're like in the same family, and it's like one of those moments where at the end like. Like, his brother was putting up for with his shit, but it's like, you know, he just kind of wanted the best for him, and he was, like, pissed off that he kept making the and same And even mistakes. he was enthralled at the end. Even he was excited yeah. that it happened. And that's <laughs> what hurt even worse, was, you know, then his brother's, like, ecstatic that he, like, actually, like, did something, and it was successful, and, like, he got the money, and, you know, it was great, and then one of the his brother's goons fucking had a gun, and then just as soon as he comes out, just shoots him right in the fucking face. And kills kills him and then kills the brother and I'm like, dude, I'm like that's fucked but, up. But but it's like so poetic and perfect of an ending. Like I mean, it's like he peaked. It's like that's like what he did. Like he was never gonna redo that. Obviously, he's in it for the thrill, and like he was never gonna top that. Like as far as like how much heat he had and how big the stakes were, like he'll never top that. So like I feel like he reached, like, the peak of his life in that moment. And even when he, like, gets murked, like, he's, like... Smiling. Smiling. Yeah. yeah. Like, and, and, like, I just thought it was cool, too, that it, like, ended up kind of being, like, a fucked up little love story, too. Like, him and, like, Julia, like, actually, like, cared for each other, like, in the end, like, quite a bit. Yeah. Even though they're fucking pieces of shit and, like, were horrible. Yeah, even though, she, you know, she was, like... <laughs> At the beginning of the movie, she's like given the weekend and over the pants hand job in the bathroom, basically. <laughs> and then, like, <laughs> you find out that they, she actually like got a tattoo. And she's like, Howie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just psychos, but they like ultimately like kind of loved each other. Like, I don't know. He was really horrible to her. Like, she was much better to him. But like, it's like it's kind of cute. It's like they actually did like mean to be together at least in that moment in time. And she pulled through, and she ended up being rich at the end. Yeah, she's so. the one that... I know, I I feel so, like, it's like... I feel so bad because she does care for him and stuff. It's like, you know, she she's the one who placed the bet for him. And then, like, in the end, you know, she's in the limo with the money and stuff, like... And she's gonna end up going back there and find him with, like, a fucking hole in his head. And, like, the shop's looted and, like... Yeah. At least she'll have a big... Oh, she's got a, you know be safe and not run into those guys who knows maybe they'll make a sequel <laughs> and we'll see what happens on the follow-up but no it was good my mouth fucking hit the floor though when he got shot in the face like i was like 
what? <laughs> like, it just like, hap- like the- it happened so fast, and it's just one of those things. It's just like he lets him out, and you're like excited, you know, and you're just thriving off that excitement, and it's like pop, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> stunned. It's like the uh, it's like the end of the Departed. Like the elevator opens up, it's like pff, Leo pff, right in the face. <laughs> oh shit! Oh my god! Uh, I love Uncut Gems, man. I love that movie. And you know how much I fucking love basketball. So, like, all about that movie. And it's the Safdie brothers who made a movie that I've talked about on this podcast before, uh, Good Time. It's a lot like Uncut Gems. It's very fucking anxiety-inducing, the way they make it. It's, like, super stressful. And it's, like, a gritty, like, low-budget night in New York. And it's just, like happenstance like it's like robert pattinson is like a a fucked up like criminal and his brother has like down syndrome or something and like he takes him to um rob a bank and they're like running away with the money and then they like his brother like gets caught and it's like him trying to bust his brother out of the hospital and get out of the way uh, get away from the cops like one night in new york and it's like just how like he gets in increasingly more fucked up situations like throughout the night like and just making like poor choices <laughs> and just where it goes and you're just like your heart is just like thumping the whole time i fucking love it you can watch that on netflix or amazon prime if you want to oh i might have to check that out. i know i need to i know parasite is on hulu and that's another one that i still need to watch i still haven't yeah. watched that one but parasite's great um i rented yesterday they dropped um the new judd apatow movie uh the king of staten island oh dude see, um, I, surprisingly i'm not a huge fan uh, i almost called him fucking pete wins i don't <laughs> remember what is what, what is his name the dude from pete davidson davidson there we go uh like cuz they were advertising the shit out of that movie like i'd see commercials for it all the time and i'm like i'm not a huge fan of him but i was like i actually do kind of want to see that movie well i love Judd Apatow and so like i'll watch any movie that he makes but it's definitely more in line with his later works uh like this is 40 and funny people and that shit where it's like much more on the dark drama side than it is like a comedy and it's like overly long like he really doesn't know how to make a short movie like even like knocked up and 40 year old virgin were like longer they were like over two hours and in my personal belief should never make a comedy over two hours long like hour 40 that's like perfect area right there like you shouldn't be making comedies longer than that (laughs) so would you would you think of the movie though it was okay, honestly. It's, like, not one of his better works. Like, definitely more in line with his later stuff. But, like, I mean, it was, like I said, it was a lot more of a drama than a comedy. But, like, I mean, Pete Davidson, I've never been really into. Just, like, the latest iterations of SNL, I just find, like, horrible. And I haven't really seen him in much. He was in Apatow's last movie in, like, a bit role. He was in um, uh, Trainwreck was the last movie that Apatow made. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got some good bits, and, like, I think that Pete Davidson's, like, charming or whatever, and it's, like, kind of like an eight-mile-type movie where they, like, take, like, situations and, like, portions of his life and, like, put it into the movie, or, like, change it enough to where it's, like, not actually Pete Davidson in the movie, but it's, like, a lot about him, like, as a person. Like, his dad was a firefighter who died in 9-11, um, 
and then in the movie like he's like fucked up in the head because also in real life obviously pete davidson is like suicidal and stuff like he's had a lot of mental health issues and shit and so the movie's like that and the character's like just like him like his dad was a firefighter who died and then like he's all fucked up from it and he's like got depression and other mental health issues and stuff because yeah that was one that i definitely like because i know because that's what i knew i knew his dad i didn't know that his dad was a firefighter but i remember just from like the comedy central roasts and stuff when they were grilling him about his dead parents and stuff i know his dad died in 9-11 i just didn't know how oh yeah yeah that's right yeah i don't remember which roast that was but yeah i i do recall him getting like fucked on (laughs) with that and that's like a part of the movie too like his friends always fucking rag on him for his dead dad like (laughs) it's like some shit that we would have done like if one of our friends had like a deceased parent i know i was like i don't think brent will still ever let me live down when i made fun of his dead dog or whatever when i blew the coals out on the hookah like he held on to that one for a long time <laughs> well, he always made fun of chris's dad for like committing arson like all the time <laughs> i mean i still do i was like that's one that i will still be like his dad is still the jones because that one's still fair game because he's still alive so like i was like i have no problem Making fun of Chris's dad for going to prison for attempted arson, and Chris playing chess in the mail with his fucking dad in jail. <laughs> Dude, like, I'll never forget the day that, like, I saw, like, because Chris, like, it was, like, a piece of, like, notebook paper with, like, a fucking chessboard drawn on it, and, like, the moves they were making were, like, down the side, and he would, like, erase pieces with, like, pencil and shit and move them and stuff, and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm playing chess with my dad. And I was like, I, I don't understand. And he's like, oh, well, because my dad's in jail, so we pay, play chess through the mail and stuff. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I guess that I've never heard of that before, but I was like, more power to which you. One of the, do you know which one of them like had the board? Or, <laughs> or how does it work? Uh, well, the board was drawn on the piece of paper that they were mailing back and forth. Oh, I just assumed, like, one of them would, like, have the the board set up, and they'd, like, move the piece so they could keep track of it, and then, like, come back to it. Or I just, like, what? Or do they just, like, erase it with a, a fucking eraser and yeah, move I, to the next Yeah, one? I think he just, because he didn't have a board set up in his room or anything, so I think Chris is just <laughs> erasing with, like, a number two pencil. <laughs> like, the ca- like, cat runs across the table and, like, fucks all the pieces of it. Like, like, no! pickled there's like pickle juice stains on the paper and stuff you get an angry letter from your dad in prison like god fucking damn it my bishop was over here you little fucking cheater yeah chris is just like moving his pieces around he's like cheating and he's like he's like you learned from your old man boy (laughs) he's like i won't commit arson but i'll make some skeevy bets and pawn all my shit dude i'll never forget because uh like when we moved into the house and stuff and like chris's dad came to visit he had to fucking sit me and Matt down, and he's like, all right, guys, he's like, my dad's coming to visit. He's like, please, please do not bring up prison or arson or anything while he's here. <laughs> he's like, I'm asking you as your friend to please not do that. <laughs> Did you resist? Yeah. The of that time? Yeah, I wasn't. A, I mean, I think I made jokes. I feel like you would do it. I feel like you'd be that guy that would go there. No, no, no. Matt is that person. Matt Matt has notoriously 
done that. Like, throughout all our, like, when Chris brought his first girlfriend, well, I, I, I don't know if it was his first girlfriend, but just, like, his first girlfriend that we knew about that he was seeing, I don't even remember right. what her name was, and it was... Was some, that the ghost? Or? No, no, this was when, um, uh, this is when I was living with, uh, Chris and Andrew at that one oh, apartment. okay. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember her name. I think it began with an M or something, but she was some Hispanic girl. And Chris was like, all right, I'm going to bring her over. You know, she's going to stay the night and like whatever. And he was like, you know, telling me and Andrew, like, you know, that he's coming over. Like, so like, don't be like fucking weird or like anything. And we're like, all right, like whatever. And Matt, Matt was over hanging out and he brought her over and he's like, oh, hey, this is uh, my friends, you know, Matt and Justin and stuff. And I was like, hi. And Matt, first thing he says to her, he's like, he's like, so how far along are you? <laughs> and she, like, fucking storms down the hall and then slams Chris's door. Because Matt used to joke all the time that Chris was going to knock her up. And <laughs> she was pregnant. So he, right off the bat. Did she take it another way? Like, as in he was calling her fat or something? Basically, yeah. Because Matt was implying that she was pregnant. <laughs> that was a... That was a that was a bad joke, sir. Yeah. Even back in two thousand and eight, that was a bad joke. But yeah, so right on, and then Chris like punched Matt in the fucking arm, and he was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" And like, cause she was, you know, in a, that already set the mood for the night for her, so she was like in a bad mood like all night, and now Chris had to fucking deal with it. Did he have to run down there and be like, "No, no, no it's just this joke where he thinks that I knocked you up"? Or Probably. I was like, we didn't see them for like the rest of the night, so <laughs> I was like, he went and rented a hotel, or no, he wouldn't do that. He'd yeah. like park in a park somewhere, like in the back seat. Chris probably like lit up the hookah and he's like, "Sorry about that." He's like, "You want to watch me kill some zombies?" He's like, "We can play co-op if you want, babe." We can go to a hookah bar, or yeah. I've also got one in my car. He's so like, I can. Either way, we're set. He's like, I just downloaded this new hentai. You want me to put that on? We can watch it together. <laughs> Dude, I still, uh, I'm still friends with. <laughs> I was just thinking about this today because I saw pictures of her on Facebook. Because I'm still friends with her, fucking uh, Chris and Lydia. <laughs> I was like, I can't believe they're still together. And it just, yeah, they got like uh, five offspring. I know every all like, every time I see they're pictures, like you good. They're like you guys with your huskies. Yeah. They got like a fucking ton of them, and they're all like identical. Yeah, every time I see pictures of them, I'm like, dude. I'm like, all I can think of is when we went to Vegas for their wedding, and Lydia threw her got in a fight with Chris or whatever because he forgot her clothes or something and threw her ring or his glasses or something out the fucking car window. <laughs> yeah. i know man it was wild and then like yeah i can't believe it. i was the best man at their wedding and then the next and then like they thought that i was drunk at their uh at their reception and like they explicitly told me like leading up to the wedding like a thousand times like we're not gonna have you do a speech we don't want you to do that that's not our style you're not doing it and then we get there and then chris looks over at me and he's just like all right you gotta do a speech and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> And so, like, I'm just, like, off the cuff, like, bullshitting a speech because I barely know these people. Like, I was their best man because, like, he didn't have any other friends. They just moved to Arizona, like, maybe five months, six months prior to that. And I was, like, one of his only friends. And I was just the person he saw the most or whatever. And, like, I mean, we had fun and shit and hung out all the time. But, like, yeah, we weren't, like, 
like he wasn't one of my best bros or whatever and then like that happened but it's like at the end of the day it's like and then like after that like they just defriended us because uh, we ruined their whole post wedding or whatever but we had a grand fucking time on that trip and the really hilarious thing is like you that's like the stupidest thing because like i should have been fucking drunk at that damn thing i wasn't and i wish that i would i would have been because like it would have been justified i guess that they were all pissy or whatever but it's like i'm not going to apologize for something that didn't happen i was just like stuttering and stuff because i didn't know what to say (laughs) it was just like bullshitting in front of like 20 people that i didn't know like it was just crazy so it was like they're like oh he was drunk it's like i should have been fucking plastered i probably would have done a better speech if i was well i <laughs> like i was shit faced the night before like that's for sure but i was like i definitely i don't think helped with that because i know I, they were shooting me da- like well lydia at least was shooting me daggers because she thought i was like fucked up because i had my fremont cup drink and I had brought it, like, with us, but it was filled with mango, like, Arizona iced tea, whatever. But I was just put drinking it out of the glass because, you know, it was my first, like, real time doing Vegas. Because, you know, we went to Fremont Street and did the Fremont Street experience. We weren't even... We weren't even 21 at yeah, the time. Yeah, Troy we was t- the only we were, one who was 20. We were 20, and we'd have to have people buy drinks for us, but it was arguably probably the best fucking time I've ever had in Vegas, and I couldn't even gamble. Dude, I know. I remember, because, uh, yeah, Troy bought us all drinks and stuff, and then we fucking, we, like, bought the taxi to Fremont Street, and then we were like, oh, we can just walk back to Circus Circus, and we're, like, walking through the ghetto of fucking Las Vegas, and that dude on a bike pulled up and was like, you guys want to buy some hash? And Troy's, like, pulling his wallet out. And I'm like, Troy, I'm like, put that away, please. And then, Curious what the night would have been like. Yeah, I remember Derek eating fucking shit, like, in front of the Pawn Stars pawn <laughs> shop. Like, book. crossing the street. <laughs> like, he was just literally walking across the street. And he barely had the amount, because he didn't have any money. So he was just freeloading off of our drinks. And, like, we were already plastered, like, just drinking, like, half of those massive fucking things. We were, like, kids. And, like, we got, like, extra shots of fucking Everclear in them. And, like, we were plastered, and he fucking... And we were, like, 90 pounds. <laughs> and he just, like, fucking biffed it walking across the street. <laughs> like, well, and he was all scraped up. Well, see, and I remember Troy... So Troy bought my drink first, and I had, like, some strawberry daiquiri whatever, and it was delicious and great. And then he bought all of your guys' drinks next, and that's when he did the extra shot of Everclear. And your guys tasted like fucking alcohol, and you guys were drinking my drink as, like, a chaser because yours tasted like Everclear. So you're like, oh, let me get a sip of that. I was like, god damn it, dude, you drink all my fucking drink. Chasing your fucking shitty drink. It's all pounded with booze. And then we went back to Circus Circus and went to the arcade, and Troy was trying to get, like, he bought fucking, oh, God. Well, hon, what's his name? Uh, Michelle's Boyfriend. Kenny? Yo, Kenny, there we go. This fucking this fucking tool, this this guy is on this wedding trip and we fucking every single person despises this man. Like he was literally like arguably probably the worst fucking human I've ever met in my life. And Troy drunk as hell, we run into him 
out of nowhere and like i'm like so drunk like i literally like lay down on top of a pinball machine and i'm just like laying there with my arms spread out like in an arcade like just fucked up <laughs> like i'm like i need to lay here for a bit y'all like i can't move and then he runs into fucking kenny and just buys him like a 20 dollar drink like and he puts twenty dollar bill in the fucking change machine <laughs> to get coins for the arcade. We had twenty fucking dollars worth of change to drunkenly use in a tiny arcade. <laughs> um, do, do, do you do you do the can you do the impersonation of Kenny? I know you used to impersonate him. He's like, hey, you uh, want some fucking Xanax or some <laughs> bullshit, man? He's like, me, man. <laughs> yeah, he's just like always pilled out of his mind and like just a huge fucking tool. And he never had a job and he was just, and he's massive. He looks like fucking, uh, like the villain in Popeye, like <laughs> a, a Bluto. He looks like him. <laughs> Dude, I'll never forget this one time. Uh, I went with it was Kenny, his girlfriend Michelle, and then me and Melissa, and we went to. He was like gonna pick something up from Circle K or something, so we pull up, and he was driving, or no, Michelle was driving. Kenny was in the passenger seat, and then me and Melissa are in the back, and he's like going inside to get something or whatever, like. I don't know if it was, like, cigarettes or cigarillos or some bullshit, like, what wraps, something. And he, like, goes in, and he comes running, like, we're, he's in there for, like, fucking, like, ten minutes. And then he comes running out, and he's in flip-flops with, like, a fucking, <laughs> like, 18-pack of, like, canned beer or whatever. And he's, like, uh, 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 and it's, like, in his shirt and shit. And, he, oh, and Michelle's, like, Kenny, what the fuck? And he's, like, fucking start the car, Michelle. He's like, fucking start the car. And, he's just in, and, like, we drive off, and, like, we're, like, driving. She's like, what the fuck, Kenny? And he's like, what? She's like, why do you fucking do this shit? And he's like, he's like you fucking, they don't chase you, man. Like, it's basically free beer, Michelle. I don't understand why you're fucking mad at me. And I'm like, and I'm like in the back seat, like, is this real life Fucking Miller Light doesn't grow on trees, bitch. I need fucking three of these to fucking start my morning, Michelle. Like, I don't understand what you're fucking pissed off about. Oh, my God. That's so hilarious. Oh, man. And this dude is, like, easily over 300 pounds. And it's like, running in flip-flops. He's, like, wearing the worst shoes to do a beer run in the history. I... The only thing worse would probably be barefoot, but it probably would be less awkward to run barefoot than it would be in fucking, like, toe-thong fucking flip-flops. We went to the lake once, that same group of people, just minus you, and in, with Derek instead. And we went to Lake Pleasant, and we were getting plastered, like, all day uh, there at the lake. And I was probably, like, fucking 18, 19 years old. And, like, he, he we run out of booze, and we gotta go get more. And I'm, like, smoking some ganja in the car, of course. And we go, leave the lake. and Because we were there early in the morning. And it's, like, they have a drop box to pay to get in if, like, somebody's not there to uh, facilitate. And, of course, they're, like, I'm not going to drop money in this fucking thing. That's stupid. And uh, we come back, and there are uh, people there. And he just blazes through the gate. And he's, like, parked uh, in the in the spot 
uh, over down by the lake and then like the rangers start coming up and they're talking to us and they're like hey we're looking for these people it looks like there's a car like similar to that like up there is this you guys or whatever like no i think it's like these people there like across the way or whatever and they just kept coming up to us like we think this is you guys and you did this like no 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 no, that wasn't us and then like they kept like where's your receipt or whatever and we're like no i think it's those guys over there and then they like went over to those people and then we just like booked it out of there it was just like constantly just stupid shit like that it's like that's the good thing about getting older and like i was never somebody to like I never, like, I never stole shit or, like, did stuff like that. I, like, I'd always pay for something. Well, except for, like, I was, like, an internet pirate for, like, 10 years or whatever. But, like, I haven't done that in several years. Um, but uh, I used to, I, I'd never steal things. I, like, I'd always try to pay my way for, like, anything. And I just, because I've always just been terrified of police and, <laughs> like, like, authority. So, like, I always try to be a good boy in all that regard so I can get away with all my other vices. Um, but like, so that's the good thing about getting older is like, you don't get yourself into sticky situations anymore. Cause like the older you get, the more it's the less it's like, Oh, I just hang out with all these groups of people. And then it's like, no, I'm just going to hang out with the people that I like when I feel like hanging out with people and you don't ever get your, or feel like somebody's like, Oh, I want to go do this. And like, it's not something you're down with. You're just easily just like, no, <laughs> like, nah, like, I'm good. Nah. like I'm like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Like you can have fun doing that. Like I'll sit here. Dude, that reminds me of when you brought up going to the lake. That reminds me, I didn't go cause I had to work that day, but like, Matt and Jess and Chris and his sister Mara and uh, Rocky and her boyfriend at the time and stuff, they all went tubing down the river and Chris got separated from them and like ended up with this other group of people and just got fucking like ungodly like hammered and it was just like could like bear like could like not even walk level of like drunk and uh fucking he ended up getting cited that like for being like too intoxicated in public and then of course that same trip mara also got cited at this happened the... at the at tubing on the river yeah it's... like like there was a police officer or a ranger that stopped them midstream or was this at the end i, of the I think run? it was like either like during the middle like when you like break off or like it was like when they were on land at some point did they let them go back in or did they have to haul them out i don't know if it was at the end or like where it was but she also got cited because she was drinking and was under 21 so both stevensons got cited that day for fucking drinking in public and then like chris and like rocky got in like uh not chris god damn it james and rocky got in like a fight or whatever at the fucking river because he was wearing like sunglasses or shoes or something he was wearing shit that he actually cared about to the river which is a fucking rookie mistake and like i guess hit rapids or something and like lost his fucking sunglasses or whatever and then was like yelling at fucking rocky about it and so i was like man i'm really glad i didn't go on this trip because it sounds like a fucking clusterfuck of like shit went down yeah dude i want to go salt river tubing real bad i just don't know if that's a thing during covid or it sounds like a sketchy thing <laughs> like you just end up getting a bunch of tubes like piled up with a bunch of strangers going down the river and like fuck everybody's like smoking cigarettes and ganja and shit it's all flowing through the air 
You so, have yeah. you have like your yard stick so that you can maintain six feet apart and push yourself away from. I everybody. know they should just let they should just do like social distancing like with groups and then they're like okay this group you guys go start flowing down river and then they wait like two minutes like all right next group you can get in the river. Right, I was like, I mean, people are going to like the beaches and shit in Florida, so I don't think it really matters. Is that surprising at all? <laughs> Even if, like, the rest of the country was back down in lockdown, like, Florida would still have, like, beaches filled. Like, nothing's gonna stop Florida from doing stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, man, dude, did you, uh, did you see that, uh, PlayStation State of Play? I did, yeah, I watched it. Yeah? Dude, I was like, they came out the gates swinging. I'm like, Microsoft's one that they had earlier was, like, shit in comparison i couldn't to... i couldn't tell you a single thing about what's coming on the xbox one x or whatever the fuck they call it is that what it's called uh xbox one x the series x yes yes because the, I, the abbreviation for it is xbox oh because i have an xbox one x currently I oh think. it's like yeah yeah it's it's like it's the, they have the stupidest naming conventions. I just despise it so much. But uh, yeah, like I thought it was a fairly decent presentation. Um, it was like funny. Like Amari texted me like ten minutes before the presentation started. He's like, "You got any predictions?" For and I didn't even realize that the live event was starting. I was working at the time. I was like, "Oh, okay, I'll flip this on." And I'm like, uh, "I hadn't thought about it." Um, I was like. If I were a betting man, I'd say they'll probably show, like, a Gran Turismo game. <laughs> and then, like, I turn it on, the first fucking thing I see is goddamn Gran Turismo. <laughs> and I'm like, I told you, every single time Sony's got a console, they gotta have a boring-ass Gran Turismo game to launch with. <laughs> You're like, Uncut Gems over here making bets. You're like, I'm a bet Gran Turismo. <laughs> and he said, like, uh, Spider-Man Miles, and that happened too, but of course it's not, like, a full-length game we found out later which is what i expected because everybody started jizzing their pants i'm like what are you jizzing your pants about they said it's coming out this year like if it's coming out this year and we're just now hearing about it like that's not going to be a like a a very large game (laughs) right um i also know like the very first thing that they like opened with was you see like the uh, rockstar logo and stuff and people thought it was grand theft auto 6 and then you found out it was just Grand Theft Auto Five coming to. Oh, I didn't even see that. They opened with GTA Five. Yeah. Oh my God. Why? But everyone got excited. You see the logo and stuff, and everyone's like, "Oh my God! Like this is it!" And then it's like a bunch of footage from like Grand Theft Auto Five, and they're like, "That's right, baby! Grand Theft Auto Five is coming to the PlayStation Five, like, and you get Grand Theft Auto Online for free on launch day." Guess what? You always did. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I, I, they should have closed with Skyrim. Fuck. I know. I was like, someone posted a picture afterwards, and it fucking destroyed me. Where it was like, it was like Grand Theft Auto from like, like this time span of like these eight years from here to here, and it was like Grand Theft Auto Three, uh, Vice City, uh, San Andreas, and Four, and then it was like grand theft auto between this eight year period and it was grand theft auto 5 grand theft auto 5 grand theft auto 5 on like every console yeah, they gotta cover their bases man 
Uh, it's a good game. It's a good game. <laughs> and then what else did they have? They had. I can't believe they started with that. Yeah, yeah, I came in a little late. When I turned it on, it was Gran Turismo. No, that was the one thing that I said to Omari like, before it started. <laughs> yeah, because there's Gran Turismo. There was uh, the. They're doing a remaster of Demon Souls, the first game saw... in the Dark Souls series and stuff. So people have been like waiting for that. So that's cool. Yeah, that's a no-go for me. <laughs> I, I, I respect those games and appreciate them. I cannot participate in them. Every time I... Tr I've tried, like, all... I've tried that in Bloodborne. And um, what's the other popular one? Um, they have another one, right? It's like Demon Souls. Oh, well, there's and Dark Souls. And Dark Souls. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've tried all those games. And each time, like, I'll sink, like, three or four hours into it. And I'll have, like, not even beaten the first boss. And then I'm like, fuck this game. Like, I don't, I don't have the time to dick around with this shit. I don't have the patience for this. Like, after I die 50 fucking times, like, I'm done. I don't care anymore. Like, it's not worth it. <laughs> um... Dude, I was really surprised, though, that they didn't, like, there was, like, a couple games where it was, like, okay, yeah, holiday 2020 and, like, whatever, which I guess is, you know, what they're, they haven't given an actual release date for the PlayStation 5. It's just pretty much they've come out and said it's going to be, like, end of this year, but they haven't given, like, a real date. But for the most... Or a price point. <laughs> yeah. But for the most part, like, none of the games really had date. Like, I know, like, you know, Ratchet and Clank or whatever, I'm like, that's going to be, like, next year. Like, the majority yeah. of these are going to be next year, so I'm like, is everything that's going to be at launch, is there going to be, like, one or two, like, maybe, like, new games at launch, and then everything else is just going to be, like, PlayStation 4 games that got ported over? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll get it just for fucking 2K. Like, give me that uh, <laughs> Ultra HD sweat. <laughs> They're going to be like, you guys wanted it, you're getting it. Assassin's Creed Black Flag, PlayStation 5. <laughs> Yeah, and then, like, I saw, like, you know, Oddworld popped up, and then I was like, oh, you gonna give me a new Stranger's Wrath? And then, no, it's just some trash that I don't have any interest in. <laughs> I thought that was pretty wild, though. It is, like, a new Oddworld game. I was like, I haven't seen a fucking Oddworld game in I don't know how long. But Stranger's Wrath is the only Oddworld game I've ever liked. Um, uh, what else was there? I'm looking through my texts of talking shit throughout. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a game from Square Enix that like looked interesting. We saw like 30 seconds of it. it looked like a mystical type like third person action game. Yeah, I thought it was cool that like everything they showed actually had for the most part like actual gameplay in it, which was cool. Yeah. Um. I don't know why I'm, like, spacing out so hard. I mean, the best part was, like, all the memes afterwards of, like... Yeah. The, like, modem with the two envelopes, and it's, like, it's the PlayStation. It's, like, the t table, and the PlayStation's on top, and then it's, like, the Xbox is, like, the stand for the table and stuff. I'm glad that you bring that up, because your mom's comment on that destroyed me. <laughs> it destroyed me when I saw it. <laughs> with, like... It was, like, at night, and I posted a picture that I found somewhere on Twitter or whatever where someone was like, dude, I got the new PlayStation 5, and it's just a black modem where they stuck two white envelopes on the sides of it. And so I totally stole it and posted it on Facebook, and I was like, man, this new PS5 is wild. And my mom commented on it and was like, you you already have this? 
And you're like, no. And then she comments again. And she's like, do you want this for Christmas? Yeah. yeah, she asked me if I wanted it for my birthday because we didn't really do anything for my birthday this year. And she's been like harassing me, asking me like what I want for my birthday. And I'm like, I don't really know. Like, you know, I was like, it's already been like a month, like past my birthday at this point. I'm like, really? Like, it's fine. But she's like determined to get me something since it was my 30th birthday. So even when I was over there yesterday, she brought it up again. She's like, so that uh, PlayStation thingy. And I'm like, yeah, it's not. I was like, it's coming out. At, like, I was like, if you want, we can go like half and half on it or something. I'm like, I don't know how much it's going to be or like something. But I'm like, if you really are like that determined, I'm like, if you can like throw like some money at it or whatever, since I'll probably end up getting it on launch day. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it'll be like at least like five or six hundred. Right, I saw some like this one. This one, uh, I saw an article. I don't remember what like retailer it was. It was some like Asian. They like had a price, a pre-order price point of it for like eight hundred dollars, and I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way that that's gonna be eight hundred dollars. I'm like, no, nobody, nobody would, would buy, buy that. I was like, people would buy it, I guarantee, but not a lot of people. Like, yeah, especially when it there's be two versions off the shelves. Like, yeah. I know. I'll probably go the no disc route. Like, I don't get shit on disc anymore. There's no reason for it. Well, yeah, there's so many PlayStation sales and stuff, like, on, like, Black Friday and stuff anyway, where it's pretty much the same price as you can get in store. Like, and it's probably going to be slightly cheaper, so I'm like, you know, if it has, like, a bigger hard drive or something, too, because, like, you're going all digital and stuff, I'm there for that. Well, even with, like, discs, you have to download the fucking game on the hard drive anyway, so well, yeah, it's not really sa- saving you anything. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's just more of an inconvenience, because then you have to get up and fucking put the disc in. Yeah. And on my PS4, the disc drive, like, fucking... I have, like, one of the original gen PlayStation 4s, and it's like, you eject the disc, and it takes, like, fucking 20 seconds for it to push it out. So I'm like, I'm like it's gonna get to the point where I'm like, whatever game I put in there... I was like, I better love because it's going to be fucking stuck in there at some point forever. <laughs> yeah, until the PS5. It is goofy looking, but I like the controller. The controller looks cool. Right? I was like, I don't even know, like, why. Like, I haven't seen anything from Microsoft that's, like, leading me to be like, oh, yeah, I need both consoles. Like, well, yeah, it's just like in that fucking console, man. Like, I can't put that anywhere. I can't put that in an entertainment center or anything. It's a massive fucking tower. Like, it's just like it's gonna be ugly as fuck. And like, I have nowhere to put it. Like, next to my TV. <laughs> like, it's huge. Like, it's just nonsensical. I mean, even the PS Five is huge. When they showed like a comparison of it next to like the based off the like yeah. disc slot, whatever thing they like showed a size comparison to the ps4 and that thing has like a solid like four inches taller than the playstation 4 it's crazy do you um are you an hbo subscriber um so megan because we've been in quarantine like megan has pretty much bought like every subscription service imaginable so like we have prime with like the hbo whatever but then we also have hbo max now as well yeah i was gonna say did you cancel yours and upgrade to max because uh it's a good deal um 
yeah, I think Megan's just paying for like the whatever it is like on the side because that's my I cancel. I canceled my HBO now and then got HBO Max because it's four dollars cheaper for the first year and you're getting the same content plus more. So, yeah. yeah, I was like, cause yeah, she's been like blowing through all the like romantic comedies and like whatever that HBO Max and Prime has and fucking <laughs> last night when we were at my mom's, I fucking put on Step Up Three. <laughs> That wasn't on HBO. That was on Prime, but, but I mean they they I mean they have like all the fucking shows. Like they have the Boondocks. They have Adventure Time. Yeah, they got Time, all like, of adults. They have all Adult Swim, all of Cartoon Network. They've got fucking one of those weeb things like uh, Crunchyroll, right, or Funimation, or one of those. One of those weeb things. Yeah, and then they've got the the Studio Ghibli movies and. Um, all the Harry Potters, all the DC movies, and all that jazz. So, like, it's pretty good. They got all the TCM, the Turner Classic movies. I've been watching a lot of movies from the 60s and shit and 50s uh, since that launched. Yeah, it was like we rewatched the Harry Potter movies because they were on there. I think Lord of the Rings is also on there. They, they strangely have the entire saga and Hobbit, except for the second Hobbit movie. They have the first and third Hobbit movie, but not the second one. <laughs> I was like, it's probably- not that you would want to watch those anyway, because they're trash. Ooh, I'm like, I think they don't have the one good one. I think the second one's pretty good, but it's not on there. <laughs> yeah, I I do enjoy the second, like, because I mean, the second one has my boy Benny Cucumber in it, so Benny Cummy Badge. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, we we watched all the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter and every fucking romantic comedy and anything that you could fucking find on there i was like i just caught up on rick and morty because i like i have not watched enough of that show i watched like the first like maybe five or six episodes and i've seen the same episode like four times like that like you know that in those situations where you haven't seen a show and you just watch a random episode but then it's like always the same random episode that's happened to me with archer and uh rick and morty i've barely seen either of those shows but every time i've seen it it's always been like the same episode but i have the uh rick and because i love uh dan Harmon, one of the two guys that makes uh, rick and morty he made community um so I'd watched it for that, but then like you know, people got so obsessed with the show and they were so obnoxious about it. Like then I just kind of like, eh, I don't care. The fan base turned you it. off. The, the fan base turned me off because it was just like everybody was like watching Rick and Morty. You watching Rick and Morty? And I'm like, I haven't seen it. And I'm like, and they're like, we'll put it on. And they're just like so fucking amped about it. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good show. Like why is there so much fucking paranoia about it? And then. But I do have the VR game that they made, the the Rick and Morty virtual reality game, and that shit is tight. I love that game. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I was like, have you been playing? Like, have you been playing a lot more of like the V? Because I know, do you have just the PlayStation VR, or do you have like a different one now? Yeah, I got the PlayStation VR. Which did they ever confirm if they're gonna have VR for PlayStation Five? No, I would. Uh, I've ass- never saw anything about that. I would assume so, but I mean, they haven't said anything or shown anything for it so i don't know if they're just gonna leave it to die 
or if they're gonna try and like make it better i, I fucking love vr but yeah i haven't played it that much um the last vr game i was playing was uh dur- i don't know if we talked about this the last time or if this has happened since then it's like during covid since i haven't gone to the gym in like six months or whatever uh like i just need some form of exercise and uh i was using vr to try and get some exercise there for a bit because it works really you sweat your ass off playing some of those games um especially like something like beat saber stuff like that you'll like really really get a sweat going but um there's a creed boxing game vr uh <laughs> and it's creed it's got the actors in it and everything it's really strange but it's just like a it's like uh, Mike Tyson's Punch Out, but it's like VR and it's like actual boxing, and you gotta like guard and stuff. And so, like, I was doing that for a little while, just doing like virtual reality boxing. It was like a lot of fun, and I could get out like a lot of my like pent up aggressions and shit, <laughs> and then get a little workout in it, and also you know get those PlayStation trophies. So there you I go. Like it. it was a fun time. Yeah, I was like, I need to get back on it, but it's like we bought like Ring Fit Adventure. And stuff on. Lucky fucking you, man. I tried to get one during COVID, and they're like a hundred dollars. It's like fuck this, man. I'd pay like forty dollars max for this peripheral. Like I want it, but they're hard to find. They're like impossible to find. Well, yeah, I got but, it before COVID, and even then, even before I got it, like I was just gonna order it off Amazon, and they were like sold out on Amazon, and this was before everyone was locked in their house. And, yeah, people on Amazon wanted, like, fucking, like, $100 and shit for it. And I was like, no. And I was like, it's not that much. And I went on Target, and fucking Target had it for, like, the 60 or $70 or whatever that it was. And I was like, yeah, that's what I fucking thought. So I just bought it off Target. But then, yeah, COVID happened, and then, you know, everyone's trying to buy Switches. Everyone's trying to buy ring fit and stuff and there's people just buying the shit up and then flipping it on ebay and shit like that like doubling tripling the price of everything it's crazy and i just don't think it was very successful in its initial run and i just think they stopped producing it and they just were gonna let it go away <laughs> like one of their failed uh, like the uh what's the uh, the nintendo the labo. labo yeah like that like <laughs> like you go to target you could find a nintendo labo in the clearance section any day it's still like forty dollars or something like that. It's like I'll give you ten. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm like that's just what I want is fucking cardboard like sitting around. I have enough shit sitting around my house collecting dust and dog hair on it, let alone cardboard that Oswald's gonna either claw at or I'm like I don't know where to fuck. Even the ring fit ring I had to put in the. Cl- I'm like where the fuck am I gonna put this thing? It's like this big around, and I'm like I can't just put that like in the table with the controllers and shit like. Bring back the uh, DDR pads at home, man. Let's do DDR at home. It's been decades, not since the PS2. Right? I was like, dude, I remember uh, at one of Alex Preston's like parties in high school for his birthday, they had DDR on the PS2, and fucking Robbie Duarte brought... He had the squish pad, but then he brought his like legit... like The, like... It's six inches off the ground, hard, like, DDR fucking light-up pad and shit. And I was like, dude, that's in- too intense for me, man. Have you been to the, uh, I can't remember the name of it. It's, like, this, like, really sick arcade bar in, uh, downtown Portland. Uh, um, ground Control? 
I think that's it. It's like in the middle of like downtown Portland, like kind of by like Powell's Books and yeah, all that yeah, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's like cool. two stories. It's got like LED lights inside. It's like really legit. I love that place, yeah. and that was a great arcade bar. Like I'd get like a vodka cranberry, and the fucking bartender would be a glass this big. They'd fill it up sixty percent with vodka and just put like a splash of like juice in it. I got fucked there like real bad, but like. There was, like, these, like, 300-pound dudes that, like, owned the DDR machine upstairs when we were there. And they would, like, just, like, work their asses off. They had, like, towels with them and shit. And then they'd stop and take, like, a beer break for, like, 10 minutes and let, like, Amari play. (laughs) Dude, that's, like, yeah. The one time when we went there, it was when, like, Not Your Father's Root Beer was, like, new. And it was, like, the big thing that, like, everybody wanted. And they were doing, like, Not Your Father's Root Beer floats. At ground control and stuff, so we got, like, a couple of those, and, like, me and Alex got a little sloshed and played some games. We also ran into some people there. I mean, we didn't know them, but they, like, coerced us into playing Killer Queen with them. And uh, second round, man, we beat them. Like, and I I hadn't played it before. It's a cool game. Like, I'd like to play it more. There's a, uh, a bar on Camelback, actually. I have played it one other time. Uh, on Camelback, I'm trying to remember what their name. Bonus round on Camelback, um, and like Central, and it's like a bar, and they also have like arcade games there. Like not a lot, but they also are next door to a really cool comic shop. And they have like a bunch of comics there you can read and stuff. Whenever bars and stuff are a thing again, I can't wait to go back to those. <laughs> but um, yeah, I played Killer Queen there before too. I saw they actually have it on the Switch. I'm curious what it's like like at home console. <laughs> Right, uh, no, one of those huge things. I've played it, uh, the console one and stuff, and it's good. It's like one of those things though, where it's like it's fun, and I mean it's just like the game, but it's one of those things where the the joy of the game for me is like doing the like four v four like in person, like on the big cabinet. You know, you're sitting there with your friends, like fucking like come on, come on, come on, like getting all amped and like hitting each other and shit and. I wonder if you could do the 4v4 on the Switch, because you can have four or eight uh, uh, Wiimotes connected to one Switch. I've played eight-player games on there before. Yeah, I think you can still do 4v4. It's just that'd require actually getting, like, three people together with you at the same time. Yeah. To play. Fucking COVID. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen people in ages. I haven't been to a restaurant since, like, March 12th. right uh dude that's what sucks too is so um we we went like the only people i've really seen are like my parents megan's parents and then matt and it was funny because matt said that umami the ramen shop that we go to in tempe was like open again and like him and jess had gone like the week prior and stuff and like you were able to sit like in there and stuff and eat ramen and whatever so we were like, oh, my God, like, let's go. And uh, last weekend, we were, we were so excited because I'm like, dude, it's been – I haven't had ramen since, like, February or, like, something because, you know, nothing's been open and it's not like ramen's, like, you can't just DoorDash fucking ramen. like. <laughs> and I was like, dude, we we're so excited. We, like, park. We get to the door, and I go to open it, and it's fucking locked, and nobody is there. And because of the protests and the curfew, they weren't open at all. And I was like, God 
damn it, dude. I was so pissed. Because was, Matt was like, dude, it was just open last week. And I was like, yeah, well, last week a fucking cop didn't put his knee on someone and kill him. <laughs> so I was like, god damn, dude. So then we went to Tempe Marketplace and we're like, all right, we can do like a maybe Korean barbecue or something. So like every restaurant, it was either closed or they were closing at like 6 because of the curfew. And it was like almost 6 o'clock. And I was like, God, dude. So we ended up going to Target and getting shit to, like, make spaghetti because, like, no place is open to get, like, food. Yeah, y'all are ballsy. <laughs> I'm, like, not doing it. Like, Chantel finally broke this week and went out twice. She went to sushi, like, with her friends. But I have not been to a restaurant, like, at all. Like, if I can't, like, just run in and grab it and go back to my house, I haven't done it. Well, see, and I still, well, I still haven't even gotten to since Robin was, at- and that time when we went to Target to pick up the stuff, that was the first time I had been in a Target since this happened. Because normally, if we need shit from Target, we just order it to the house, like vitamins or Megan orders makeup or whatever. Like we just did a Target order today because Megan wanted more lounge shorts and shit since she only has like two pairs, and it's like that's pretty much what we wear all week now working from home right. so yeah and i well there was like back when i was still living at the condo like a month ago i went to go pick up food from iron chef which is a sushi slash chinese place really good over uh in scottsdale area but like they were open for like sit down but like they were they Every I, I'd picked up food from them several times during COVID, and they have like saran wrap covering their whole like counter, like all the way around, so like they can't like get in contact with people. And it's like self serve; they just have like shit sitting out on the tables, and they have shower curtains in between the fucking tables, like everywhere, just fucking shower curtains, like to cover up in space between people and they only use like half of them it's like is it fucking worth it to like sit down and eat somewhere when it's like this fucking awkward and strange like just take it home like is it really worth it (laughs) right i mean at least they're open dude so like that's kind of the bummer i mean well everything's kind of the bummer with covid but like so many like fucking fajitas went out of business and which is this like mexican fajita place near it's near metro center right and stuff. yeah i saw that yeah it's been around for like over 30 years but it's just i mean they already i guess weren't doing too hot and then you know not being able to serve it's not fajitas aren't something that you can really like deliver i guess you know so it's like they just ended up having to close their doors which sucks because it's like you know i was eating it feet like if that happened to, like chinos i would be like devastated yeah um and i saw like sweet tomatoes the whole chain uh shut down they're out of business that's countrywide um amc might be going out of business <laughs> dude that's what's wild like i'm so glad that because i mean i have the a a list i almost said a pass and I guess so many people, like, as soon as, like, COVID thing happened and they had to, like, close the theaters and stuff, so many people were trying to cancel their stuff. And they were, they like... just froze everybody's account. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they just froze. So I was like, all right, cool. I'm like, good, because, like, to cancel it, you can't even cancel it through the app. You would have to do it, like, over the phone and stuff. So like, I didn't want to fucking deal with that anyway. But it's like, I miss going to the movie theaters. 
and stuff. I know. Like, like, it was supposed to be, it was scheduled, uh, Christopher Nolan's Tenet would be reopening theaters on July 17th. They just announced three days ago they're going to push that by two weeks now. It'll open on July 31st. So now, tentatively, Mulan is the first movie to open theaters on July 24th. But we'll see if that happens. Doesn't look like it. <laughs> Dude, well, it's like, I'm excited too because I saw, what's his name, uh, Brian O'Malley, or whatever the person who made Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, announced that Scott Pilgrim was coming back to theaters in August for its anniversary. So I was like, dude, I want to. I was like, I want to see Scott Pilgrim again in movie theaters. I was like, I love that movie. Yeah, they did a, a live tweet for the tenth anniversary because of COVID, and because they couldn't, they were gonna do it earlier, I guess. Um, the theater release thing, and like you can go through it. Like Edgar Wright posted a thing on his uh, Twitter where you can like just start play, and you can go through the live tweets as it happened. Like, and it, I, it's so much fun. I watched the movie and went along with that and i had a great time it's such a fucking great movie man it's still baffling to this day how bad it tanked at the box office dude i know it's like one of those movies where it's like every i don't know like couple months i'd say at least i'd say at least every year i probably watch scott pilgrim at least once if you have not to. Twice. and it's just like and there hasn't been a movie like it since like nobody's tried to emulate it and nothing looks like it or sounds like it nothing it's just like holy like fantastical and original like in every way on a film perspective obviously a lot of it's drawn directly from the comic the majority of it but like it's just style wise like nothing matches it it's just so fucking good right oh man i was like what else dude i also find it wild that it's like i have yet to even go to your animal crossing village <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's funny, like, just this last week, I kind of fell off of Animal Crossing, finally, because I'm just like, I don't know what else to do at this point. Like, I, I, I just have some more work to do on my town, but, like, I made, like, a full-on fucking basketball court, like, <laughs> such, like, arena thing, and, like, I've got, like, an island Jurassic Park style for my museum, and you have to, like, go through, like, a bridge through the lake to get to it, and it has, like, dinosaurs all around it, like, fossils and shit. It's cool. But, like, I've got, like, a little Japanese section, a Japanese village with the fucking Godzilla thing over it. And, yeah. But, yeah, we haven't done it. But, yeah, this past week is, like, I haven't played Animal Crossing for, like, a straight week. I don't know. No, I... But, I mean, I'd be down to play it sometime. But, yeah, it's just, like, I'm to the point now where it's, like, there's not much that I can do. I'm not gaining, really, anything from the time that I'm putting into it. Yeah, I was, like, even for me, like... I log in, like, usually every day or every other day just to, like, collect my fossils and see, like, what's in Nook's Cranny and see, like, what clothes there are. But then, like, well, after I do that, then I'm like, cool, and I just turn it off. Yeah, hopefully they'll come out with some DLC for it at some point. They do have the Pokemon DLC coming out, I think, later this week. I saw that. I was like, dude, I was like, that came, like, that, I remember so long ago, and then I'm like, now it's like that shit's finally coming the first yeah, the earlier iron. this year earlier this year i got pokemon home and then i went on my 3ds and i used pokebank and i grabbed every pokemon i cared about from every game that i have access to like i have every pokemon game i've ever had still like even like the original game boy ones but i'm not going to go through the hassle of like finding like a, a link to transfer to the sp to transfer to the 3ds or to transfer to that. the yeah but like 
But like all the like DS and higher games, like I went and transferred all those motherfuckers into my Pokemon Home, and all the ones that were transferable at this point, I transferred over to Sword, and then like some of them are locked until this DLC comes out. But they're sitting in my phone, like my Pokemon, and I'm just waiting. And then when they're available with this DLC, I'm like, I'm literally just getting this DLC solely so I could transfer over the rest of my Pokemon from my old games. But then I'm like, all right, let's fucking battle this shit out, man. I'm ready. That's funny. I was like, uh, one game I've been playing is uh, Bug Fables. On so it, it, I'll tell you what it is. It's literally Paper Mario with bugs, like hmm. original like Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. With bugs. So, like, um, turn-based RPG. Yeah. Yeah, and everything's paper. Like, legitimately, like, everything's paper. Like, you go into the buildings and stuff, and it opens up, like, in Paper Mario. Like, item system, battle system. Like, it is literally, like, these people... It's, like, a love letter to Paper Mario. And <laughs> it sounds like you're more excited about that than the new Paper Mario. <laughs> I am, because this is actually good. <laughs> like, oh. this new one, I... Like... I saw the announcement trailer, and it's like, you know, I was stoked. It but... looks like a tactical RPG, right? Well, or I don't even like know that. if it's a fucking RPG. Like, I mean, it has... So, there's a new video that just came out for it that's like 10 or 15 minutes long that does like a more in-depth look at some of the mechanics and stuff for the new Paper Mario instead of just like the announcement trailer. And the so the battle system is now it's like a ring. And it's, like, there's, like, multi-layers of, like, the ring. And there's, like, enemies on certain rings. And then you can, like, ro- you have to rotate it to, like, line shit up right to then do moves and stuff. But there's a time limit on it. Like, it showed, like, a timer. So you only have so much time to, like, position shit to, like, where you want it. So it's, like, I don't think it's actually, like, a turn-based. To me, it seems more like puzzle. It has, like, puzzle elements to it. And it's, like, it showed the boss fights, and the boss fights are kind of the same way, where it's, like, you have to, like, position the ring in certain ways to get to the boss to actually, like, hit the boss for damage and shit. And I'm, like, that's more of, like, a puzzle element than it is, like, a RPG turn-based kind of battle thing. It's, like, you have a time limit to adjust this to where it needs to be and then do something. Eh, yeah, that's not appealing. Yeah, and, like, people were saying that, like, dissecting the trailer and stuff they're like i don't even see like experience points so they're like what's the point of battles if is it just to get gold but there might be experience and they just didn't show it and stuff but i'm like man i'm like i don't know i'll probably end up getting it and playing it but i was like it's just a bummer because i just love the original two games so much and like the original mario and luigi games and I'm just like, it's like Nintendo doesn't know what makes, like, those Paper Mario games so good. And I'm like, if you yeah. would if you would just, like, I don't, I don't know. They're all game makers, it's like, people don't want to play turn-based RPGs. Yes, we do. We very much do. Well, <laughs> Please give them to this. And I think part of the problem, too, is that I get what they're trying to do. Like, they're trying to do something different. Like, they're like, yeah, we could basically make thousand year door two but that's not what we do like we constantly strive to you know make it different like from what's been done before and like do something brand new 
which I totally get that. But at the same time, I'm like, that's my thing is like, if it's so different, I'm like, you could do a completely new IP then. Like, exactly. yeah, they didn't have to do Paper Mario then. They could have done whatever. They could have done like Paper Wario or Paper, like some other paper game or do just a whole new game that's yeah, like, like paper a style. Spin-off. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, but they're using that IP because people love fucking Paper Mario, but then you're also dragging its name through the dirt by making not the game people want in that franchise. Yeah. Um, Last of Us 2 comes out later this week. Um, Dude, uh, that's what's funny, too, with that game is, like, I've seen nothing but, like, solid reviews for it, like, 10s and 9s and 8s and, like, whatever, but it's, like, also everyone I know that pretty much, like, wanted that game is now with, like, everything that's going on and they're, like, yeah, this game's fucking, like, dark and bleak and brutal and stuff and it's about, like, a virus and people are, like, yeah, I'm fucking living that right now. Like, I don't know if I necessarily want to sit down and play this game that's, like, when there's, like, all this shit going on. It's, like, the world's depressing enough right now as it is and then to, like play in an apocalyptic world and stuff like I don't know if I'm really feeling that right now. Yeah, that makes sense. And I gotta still go back and finish uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, I wanna get back to that. I've just been so busy with the house. Yeah, busy, busy being a 30-year-old adult boy doing adult stuff. Yeah, cleaning pools, mowing lawns, and you know, talking to people on the phone. That's the shitty thing, man, about, especially with the COVID house situation. It's, I already hated talking to strangers on the phone. You just got to do it all the fucking time. Like, when you're dealing with the house stuff, and it's like, and she's always, like, she works even more than I do, so she's always in meetings or whatever. So then it's just, like, me all the time, like, calling and talking to people on the phone about random bullshit, about, like, your water and trash and security and what all what have you your mortgage insurance and all that shit yeah i was like and then not only that but you're also you know digging through other people's trash so yeah but uh hey i got hey for three days they were in there and they i found them though before they were taken away so that's the important (laughs) part she still has pants for the winter (laughs) for the winter oh man i was like I know, and then my dogs, because it's summer, dude, they've been shedding like fucking crazy, and they're inside the house 100% of the time now. I will say that's the one nice thing about working from home, is getting to be home for them, because normally it's like during the summer, uh, during the day, they would have to be in their crates and stuff, and then come home and like let them out, and then it's like at night it's like you know it's too hot for them at night so then it's like they would be in their crates again and so so i'm just like at least being home it's like you know they can be out during the day and then now at night we fucking just moved oswald's litter box and food and shit in the bedroom so he's pretty much in the bedroom 100 percent of the time now so that the dogs can just have free room free roam of the house And they've been shedding fucking everywhere. I had to get a, uh, I ended up getting a Dyson vacuum because my other vacuum got clogged with so much dog hair that it like overheated. And I thought that it completely burned out the motor until 
I bought the new vacuum and then like a couple days later I was going to throw the vacuum away and I was like, oh, let me just plug it in and make sure that it is actually still dead. And the fucking thing starts right back up again. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, well, now we have two vacuums. So... Yeah, like a year and a half ago, I got so tired of the fucking cats in their hair. Three cats in a condo with all hardwood floor. Like, I'd do the floors every day and, like, mop them and vacuum and shit. And then the next day, there'd be fucking hair everywhere. So I bought, like, a $400 Roomba so I could just, like, you know, say tell Alexa to clean the house. And then, like, the Roomba will go clean it all. And that's helped a lot. And now, like, with the house, I got the Roomba for downstairs and I'll use a vacuum upstairs. See, I wish we could get a Roomba. Like, the Roomba would probably, cl- like, clog in the first hour and be done. Yeah, it, it requires a lot of maintenance. Like, I, if I use it once, I'm going to have to take that fucker apart and empty it and shit because there'll be hair stuck in the wheels and shit <laughs> every damn time. And she's never cleaned it once, so it's just me. <laughs> of course. And so, like, and so, and she doesn't give a shit, and she'll just tell the thing, like, every day to go clean the house. I'm like, stop! No, wait. It's, like, filled to the brim with shit. Like, you can't just... <laughs> I know. Do you, should, do you not understand how vacuums work, like, every day of time? Or even just with regular vacuums, the whole thing. You could clearly be filled to the very top with junk and she'll just turn and I'm like stop it's gonna like explode look at that fucking thing you can't even see inside of it Megan does that with our vacuum too where she won't dump it out and it's like above the max line and I'm like dude there's no more room I'm like it needs dumped like you can't just keep like sucking shit into it and hope that it'll just keep working uh it's very perplexing <laughs> and then that's like a oh man uh with the room with the so, I was like, one of the other reasons I can't fucking have a... I'm sure one of the dogs would fucking drag it through the dog door outside at some point. Because <laughs> last night, I have... Because it's like, you know, leave the water out for them. So, to make sure they have water, I have, like, multiple bowls of water set up for them. And fucking last night, I, like, had two bowls of water set up for them. And I woke up this morning, and one of the dogs had taken one of the bowls of water taking the bowl outside in the middle of the yard and then fucking pissed in it. And I'm like, oh my God. they do that all the time. Like I get, but I like, I don't know who's bringing it outside, but bunny's the one who fucking pisses in it. And it's like, I'd fill up their water bowls outside for them and it gets dumped in fucking like three minutes. And then someone like pisses in it or just tips it over. And I'm like, you guys wonder why you're so fucking thirsty. Like I give you, multiple bowls of water and then within six minutes of getting it you tip it over and then you sit there and bitch and cry five hours later because you're fucking thirsty because all the water i just gave you is now gone you should get one of those like jug dispenser things that they like sit in the bowl and it like drips in water as it becomes more empty so they can't like move it because it's weighed down see that's the thing though is they would tip it over because in the oh, in the yeah the cats would do that yeah too, once it gets low enough because in the backyard uh they used to have two of the orange home depot buckets of water and when that shit's filled to the top like you know it's fucking heavy like it doesn't just get knocked over like you don't just knock it over but what they would do is atlas would put her front two legs in the bucket of water and fucking either dig in it or then knock it over by sticking her whole like body in the bucket. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no winning. Like I can't, I ended up getting like a metal fucking like from like 
pet food depot, like, fucking farm shit, got, like, a metal fucking trough thing to fill with water, because I'm like, alright, this thing's filled with water, there's no dragging this into the yard, there's no, like, I can barely fucking lift this thing when it's filled with, all the way with water, like, there's no way they're gonna be able to fuck with this, but then it's like, what ends up happening is, it's filled with water, they go in there and fucking, like, dig, 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 and just dump half the fucking water out, and then people go in the water and then squat and piss in it. And then they're, like, drinking piss. I'm like, why? Why do you do this? Like, who has this benefit? Like, now you don't have any water. And then it's like you... just really want to drink each other's piss. Yeah, I was like, and then you go in the water, and then it's, like, piss water, and it's all fucking dirty. So then you smell like fucking piss dogs. So then I'm like, I just don't want to give you water at all because it's, like, more work for me because then I have to fucking clean this thing because you piss in it and get it all dirty and dump rocks in it and shit. No winning. Well, I'm glad that I will never have dogs. <laughs> yeah, you just have your three cat children to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, and then I have to deal with fucking Atlas and, like, she wants to play with Oswald so bad, and he's in the bedroom, and it's like he wants nothing to do with her, but then she'll just sit there at, because they're in the house all the time, and it's, like, at night. It's, like, 11 at night, and she's fucking whining on the other side of the door trying to get to Oswald, and then he's, like, at the door, like, fucking with her, and then Megan will, like, chuck a water bottle at the door to, like, scare Oswald to make him go away, and she's like, dude, shut the fuck up, like, I'm like, why do you keep doing this? I'm like, I just want to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you have anything else new going on? No, not really. Just, uh, finishing up the, the rest of the move. And trying to get back to normal life, I guess. I was like, that podcast is coming at some point, right? Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, man. I, I haven't had the energy for it. Dude, I get that. Dude, I've been putting in so, like, this week alone, for five days of work, I've put in almost 50 hours. And yeah, we have pretty much next Saturday, it's pretty much mandatory overtime. And there's been nights where I've put in, like, 10, 11 hours at work. And I'm just like, dude, I'm, like, spent. And it's like, that's why half the time on the weekend, we're not even home. Because it's like, I pretty much associate home with work anymore. So it's like, we'll just go to my parents or, like, Matt's or, like, someplace where I'm like, I'm like, dude, I spend all fucking week in this house. And I spend 90% of it fucking working. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's the great thing about getting this house. It's made things much better for us because now I've got other areas, at least, of the house to be at. So I could just associate this room that I'm in with work and then the rest of it. I've got so other things to do. Now I've got a pool I can get into or, like, all different sorts of shit that I could just go fuck around with. Yeah, you got those Lego sets that you knocked over to rebuild. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. At least it's just the one. But it is the most fucking difficult one for sure. (laughs) (laughs) You need to do like a sequel time lapse video of you putting it back together. Yeah. Without instructions. Just trying to fucking figure out how to put like 500 clear pieces of Lego together correctly. (laughs) I'm sure somewhere on the internet there's the instructions for it. Yeah. And then you're going to just find that I'm missing several pieces now that it's been smashed all over the place. Yeah, there's going to be, like, two clear pieces that, like, 
you fucking missed and got left somewhere, got swept away by the Roomba. Yep, exactly. You're going to have to order them online. At that point, I'll just say, fuck it, it's dead. <laughs> just throw the entire thing away, you're like, it was real. Give it to the nieces and nephews, like, add it to the collection of random Lego pieces. <laughs> fuck around with it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't have anything really new. Like, I haven't done anything besides just work and try to maintain the house, like, as best as I can. I was like, it's just been, and then it's like so hot during the summer. It's like, I'll let the backyard go for like three weeks without picking up dog shit. Cause I'm just like, dude, I just don't want to do it or I'm not home. And I was like, I'll just spend one like fucking horrible morning filling up like three buckets of dog shit. Call it a day. <laughs> Damn. Well, maybe eventually we'll be able to have life again. You're always welcome to come visit my pet sometime. I'm just like three miles down the street from you. Whoa! I know. I was like, I'll, I'll give that pool a workout. Yeah, yeah. I was like, show off my uh, quarantine body. There you go. Yes. The COVID abs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I was like, I did get three new tattoos. I got my some new. My video game arm is almost filled up now. I see that, yeah. yeah. Looks great. Yep, I'm like, so uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to end up starting on this arm here soon and start filling that one up. Nice, nice. Uh, I don't know when I'll get back on the uh, tattoo train because I do always want to get started on my big piece, but uh, it's a big expenditure and I've got a house to pay for. So we'll see how well this goes for a little while. Yeah, I was like... Uh, <laughs> I was like, dude, um, Megan's mom just got, so Megan's mom just got it. Well, okay. Kale, Megan's brother just got a new tattoo and it looks fucking horrible. And he got like a flash tattoo, but it's like the TV show flash. <laughs> and it's like, it's Barry Allen, like running at you. It's like, it was, so the picture he based it off of one was already somebody else's tattoo which is, like, something that, like, you should never do. And then it's this tattoo that he's basing it off of was obviously, like, a three- or four-session tattoo, like, thousands of dollars, like, professionally, like, done. Like, it's gorgeous. It's, like, a, you know, portfolio fucking piece tattoo. And then Kale goes to this guy and is like, yeah, I want this, and gets it in six hours for, like, $500. Oh no! Yeah, and <laughs> I want to see it so bad. <laughs> oh man, dude, I'll have to. Uh, here, wait. You know what? Might as well. Here, I'll text you. I'm gonna text you right now, or message you here. I'm gonna message you on Facebook the photos because I have both of them, and I have what <laughs> what he was. Here is what he was going to get, and then here's what he got. So, and then Megan's mom got a tattoo from this dude as well, and. Here's what she wanted to get, and here's what she got. <laughs> and it's just like, like on Kale's, I mean, at least it looks kind of like the picture, but there's not a straight fucking line in this tattoo. And like the black is not packed in well. 
Like it is Dude, the fucking eye on uh, reverse flash there. Yeah, <laughs> it is shaky as shit. Like if you look at the flash logo at the bottom, like it's supposed to be a circle and that thing is wobbly as shit. I, yeah, I was like, dude, like you like look at that thing up close. Like from far away, it's like, all right, doesn't look super bad, but then you zoom in on that bad boy and you're like, dude, that is those are some rough oh, lines. No, dude, that Leia. What is around her eye? <laughs> it's supposed to it's supposed it? to be the rebel symbol. If you look at the original, it's like the rebels logo. Okay, what is around her other eye? It's uh, like <laughs> Yeah, it looks like some like Egyptian shit. It's supposed to be shadowing. It looks like a it looks like a fish or yeah. eye. Dude, and it doesn't it, look like shadowing at all. It, it's got fucking lines on it. Dude, but her face is like an egg. Like she has like an egg face. Like any roundness in the face is like gone. And it's Holy like hell, you look dude. at the Death Star in the background, dude. It's like a fucking oval. <laughs> like it's not even this round. Is, this is horrible. And you look at those lines in the fucking uh, Millennium Falcon, dude. They're shaky as shit. Like all different widths. Like. There's not any consistency at all. Like, Dude. if you never saw Star Wars in your life, like, you'd be like, what the fuck am I looking at? Exactly. Holy crap, man. That's freaky. The last two tattoos I got were shitty, and I broke my code on both of them, and I'll never do it again. I've never been into the concept of, like, $13 tattoos or, like, just sketchy shops, just walk-ins and stuff like that. And, like, back in november we were in washington and on a whim we were like let's just get tattoos because we're like on like one of these beautiful trips in washington and we just want like some tattoos to commemorate or whatever and so i got like some mountains and trees and shit on my leg but we just walked into this shop and it was like just super sketchy and like uh she the lady who did my leg was like fucking it was the most painful tattoo i've ever had she was like skinning me man like just grinding in really hard and there's like a mountain and the mountains have like really dark lining on the outside of them and then there's a fucking tr like a pine tree supposed to be like next to the mountains and on the, one of them it just looks like a the a bush the size of a mountain like it's <laughs> as tall as the mountains and it's like all there's no tree trunk on the bottom of it or anything and it's just like blackness there and it just looks like a massive fucking bush. And it's just like the... it's I fucking hate it so much. I'm going to have to have somebody fix it. And then uh, right as COVID was starting, uh, it was literally the last time I went out was on Friday the 13th in March during COVID. And I got a, th a $13 tattoo or their $20, $24, whatever, some shit like that. Um, and uh, I got a film slate, also known as like a clapper, and it's it's not good, but it's not the worst thing ever. It's just the lining's like kind of not great there. Yeah, but, it doesn't I mean, it's look that for bad. like, yeah. But considering, and I had it done at like fucking eleven p.m., so they'd been doing it for like fucking twelve hours already or whatever. So you know, it was crazy, and uh, it went fast. And so I was like pretty pissed at first, but like. As it's healed and over time, it actually looks pretty straight now, and it doesn't bother me, and I actually like it quite a bit. Um, <laughs> but I, I'll never do it again. I'll never get a $13 tattoo, and I'll never just walk into some hole-in-the-wall place that like, I'm not familiar with. I just like am a firm believer in you get what you pay for. Right. I'd rather just pay 100 bucks for like a small tattoo that looks really good 
than pay like 20 bucks for a small tattoo that looks like absolute shit <laughs> but like it will be there for forever i know i was like hey who knows maybe over time your bush and your mountain will grow on you yeah who knows no that'll definitely have to get altered at some point but i just don't want to go through the embarrassment of going somewhere and just showing somebody this and be like hey can you fix this for me dude i guarantee you that like like anyone who does cover-ups but i guarantee you they've seen worse oh yeah like it no it's not it's nowhere near like the worst i've seen but like as it's by far my worst tattoo and like people don't notice how bad it is so that's cool but then when i tell them like look at this fucking thing like come and look at my leg and tell me that this is a decent tattoo and then they look at it and like oh man yeah that is bad i'm like yeah you just can't tell from a distance you're like come They're like come look I'm at father's walking. leg <laughs> yeah so yeah never again only gonna you know go to the high quality shops and people that you trust right i was like i need to uh i have the two on my back that they just need touched up and it's like i'll probably do it so just because it's like i've had them for 10 years so it's just like the black is just like really faded at this point and like the one's black and red and it's like you know the red is like almost like a faded pink like at this point so it just needs to be gone over again and just repacked in since it's been so long But yeah, I was like, I I don't have anything else, like. No, yeah. Well, appreciate you having me come on again to talk some more bullshit. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. I missed you. Look at you. Yeah, likewise. I know. I was like, we're 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 tank top twins. Well, I mean, you're wearing a jersey, but we're still guns out. You know. You gotta got that yeah. five o'clock shadow going. Mm-hmm. But all right, yeah. I mean, that's been uh, where. Where can you know what? Where can our listeners follow you? Follow you can. You can follow me on Twitter. I'll be one of the people, uh, if not the only person, resharing uh, the tweet that involves this particular podcast. <laughs> you can fo- find me pretty easily that way. Uh, apparently, my Twitter my Twitter handle is Tanman One. I've been on Twitter for eleven years or so, so that is why it is still that way. Um, if you could change it, maybe I'll do that. Um, <laughs> I don't really care though, but yeah, you could find me there. Yeah, I was like, I'm surprised you don't have like a uh, letterboxed or something. I do have a letterbox. Oh, see, um, there you go. I do, but I don't really like write things on there or do like essays. I should. I should do that more. I've, I did one for like the end of the decade and I did one for the end of 2019. So I've got some lists on there. And then I just basically use it to keep a diary of the shit that I watch. Um, so do, let's see, my letterboxed. Uh, handle is also tan uh, man one <laughs> it's not actually uh it's a uh, teasy so like uh wheezy or yeezy but teasy <laughs> and then uh 90 which is the year that i was born look at that <laughs> you're like we went from tan man one to young teasy <laughs> yeah just wait until i'm uh p titty <laughs> <laughs> But yes, that it's been episode twenty-five of the Nothing to Play podcast. We uh, kind of did a slow roll, just kind of dive right into it intro. But thanks for listening. You know, stay safe out there, and 
you know, if, you know, restaurants are open near you, you know, go out there and, you know, cough, cough your heart out and spend your hard-earned money on food. Bring a shower curtain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't think that restaurants are just going to have shower curtains up for you. Bring your own from your own bathroom and put it up between you and any fellow patrons at the restaurant.